welcome to what normally is the Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Not today, though. It's yours truly, Donnie Love and Holly Roberts. We are going to handle the final live show on My Talk for 2018. Of course, it's a big day for Lori as her stepdaughter is getting married. Yes, congratulations. So it's a big, uh, big afternoon for the, uh, the clan. That'll all be in. Of course, Julia is certainly involved in that. Lots of people flying in for, for the wedding, so we'll find out all about that, I would assume, on Wednesday when they return. We'll find out all about the wedding. They're having a really big shoe, but yeah, it's just not Eve. in the studio right now. No. 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 So here we are, Holly and Donnie, for the, uh, we figured out it is the third time this in the last, since you've been working here. Yes. That uh, you and I have hosted together. Yeah. You know, Actually, no, that is not correct. It is the fourth time. Really? Well, tell me. So the one that I figured out is that you and I hosted a show together, just us, for the first time. It was Christmas Eve, and this was probably about, I would say, almost three years ago. Oh, yeah. For yeah. Sure. It was yes. a long time ago. Yep. You and I looking at each other in the studio just Long as time we are ago right in a now. galaxy far away. Yeah, without lightsabers. But there was mm-hmm. a time before that, and it was it was in the summer because I remember we talked to Patrick Coyle. He is a local um, filmmaker, and I remember him being on our show. But we cannot remember why Lori and Julia were both <laughs> gone that day. No. I don't think that there was a suitable excuse for them both to be gone. I don't know, but they were. There was one other time, and it just happened this past January of last year. Do you remember? I don't. I don't remember at all, Donnie. I'm sorry. January of 2018, when the Heckle and Jekyll were not able to get back from the Screen Actors Guild Awards because... They were stuck in Fargo yes. when we had a snowstorm in the area. Remember I, that? I totally remember that, right. Donnie. Thank you for jogging my memory. I think out in western Minnesota tonight, similar conditions. Yes. Because yes. we're getting blasted the with the time. cold for the second time. We will escape that. Yay! That is my understanding. Yay. So anyway, so I guess it's sort of officially the, the fourth time, although that, that, that previous time was not planned. No. That was just a little improv situation between That's you and I. Right. Just like what's going to be we happening. We kept getting for the messages next... from them saying, "I don't think we're going to make it back at three forty-five. Well, no crap. No, no, no. you're not. They make ended up it. spending the night in Fargo and were able to come back the next day. So yeah, that's true. We'll see what happens when they're off to the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Next month. So once again, they'll be doing that, being on the red carpet. Ooh, very exciting. Now, are you sad that you never get to go to the Screen Actors Guild Awards? No, I'm not. (laughs) No, I have traveled with those two, and it's usually carrying the luggage, sitting in the back seat. So what you're saying is perhaps yes. that uh, it, it is an opportunity not missed for you. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. But I, th- I, I, I think, I'm not sure, but I think they, somebody is going with them this time that will hopefully do a better job of recording through social media what happens there. Because last year it was, oops, the batteries are dead. Ah. Oops, I don't know how to turn the recorder on. Ah. And they came back with virtually nothing. Oh, yeah. How could I forget that? Yes. yes Do you remember I, that now? Yes, I remember right. that now. It seems that maybe that had gone into the dustbin of memories for me for 2018. But yeah, last year when Lori and Julia went to the SAG Awards, oops, we forgot to press play on all the great celebrity interviews that we did. Now, I know that they've already been working, Lori and Julia, on working on some great red carpet questions for the celebrities that are going to be at the SAG Awards in January. And yes, they are going to be technology, uh, technologically supervised. I believe that is the case this year. So we will actually have 
have something to play for you. As far as them being prepared with questions, they always say that before they go out there. Oh, we're going to ask this. This is a great question. We should ask that. And then, of course, once they are actually on the red carpet, all of that goes out the window. Oh no, they're going to get some. They're going to get some great stuff. Now, I'm really looking forward to it. There's that guy who's in that show with that woman that we really like. It's Justine Bateman. You know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Justine Bateman. Right. Hi, we're from Minnesota. And then you know, Alec Baldwin had a great response to that when oh, they actually no. got him to come over, oh. and they kept yelling at him. Ooh. Alec, Alec, we're from Minnesota, and he came over and he said, "The whole state." Oh, my gosh. You represent oh the gosh. entire state. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so. oh, well, we have that to look forward to. Also, too, the Golden Globes are coming up next weekend. So not this. No, is it this Sunday? It can't be this Sunday. Uh, it has this to be. Sunday? It has to be a week from. No, the it can't be. That, this Sunday would be the 6th. It's mm. not on the 6th, is oh, it? I think it might be. Hold well, on. why don't you Google why that? Why don't I just check on the World Wide Web and see when the Golden Globes are? It's January 6th. Oh, it's this Sunday. This Sunday. Is that that? Is that the earliest they've ever had it? I feel like the Golden Globes. Everything's been moved up this e- year. Yes, everything has been moved up. The Academy Awards are happening on February 24th. Right. The Screen Actor Guild Award happening on January 27th. And the Golden Globes are happening this January 6th. Sunday. So oh. what that what I know to be true about this, Donnie, is that we're going to have wall to wall Golden Globe cov- coverage uh, all over my talk 1071 on Monday. We oh, have course, to prepare yes. ourselves the gowns, the drunken yes. speeches, yes. the weird, awkward behavior between celebrities that usually never mingle with each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be to kick off to award season. You know, here's what I don't get about the Screen Actors Guild Awards, which I think is a prestigious award to win because they are voted on by your peers. Actors voting for actors, so on and so forth. Well, yeah, because the Screen Actors Guild is the actor union. Right. But if you notice, when you see a commercial for a movie coming out or a movie that's already out after the Globe nominations have mm-hmm. been announced, the, the, they get, oh, uh, nominated for three Golden Globe Awards, which we don't put a whole lot of meaning around because it's basically some 40 guys and something called the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Yeah. And we don't even know who these people are or no. why they're voting for what Here's they're voting. Here's the inside track on the Golden Globes. <laughs> you the, would know. The award ceremony is fantastic. It's an opportunity to see people in glamorous situations. It's a fun ceremony. But like you said, Dottie, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is basically about 50 to maybe 70 individuals. Mm-hmm. Of whose identity we're not absolutely sure of. No. It's 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 a marketing gimmick. Well, absolutely, and, and, I, and the, I'm fine with them saying, you know, Emma Stone's been nominated for a Golden Globe yeah. Award or whatever. But it seems that the Screen Actors Guild Awards get very short shrift. Well, they're pretty recent. I don't think that there's a lot of history behind them. I think that this is like the 25th annual Screen Actors Guild Award. Well, point taken, but but you never hear them say. Emma Stone has been nominated for a Golden Globe and a Screen Actors Guild Award. They don't. They they never mention that. They they. It's, it's almost as if it doesn't matter. Well, give it time. You know, Donnie, it's just like going to your union hall and getting an award and a little a little certificate. <laughs> Essentially, that's what the Screen Actors Guild Award is. Except now it's televised and we get to look at glamorous gowns and it's not utilized as a marketing tool. Probably, maybe it is because it is 
given by actors for actors. Maybe there's this prestige level where it's meaningful to the people who receive it because they understand that it's actually being bestowed upon them by their peers. Right. Yet at the same time, the Golden Globe, it's just more marketing and zazz and, and, and things going on. Also, the Golden Globe's really predictable in the way that they give out awards. Really predictable. By nominating things that nobody else is going to nominate. That and see that a, lot? a lot of time, particularly in the television category in the Golden Globes, what they like to do is give awards to the hot new thing. Yes, absolutely. And that comes that shows time and time again. Remember when the Golden Globes handed out best comedy to Mozart in the Jungle on Amazon? Uh, I do remember that. Did you ever watch it? I never watched it, but I think you're telling me it's not a comedy. Well, what I'm telling you is that, you know, it was this hot thing. It was buzzy among a small yeah, group of people. And so they gave the Golden Globe. It really didn't yes. give the show a lot of legs winning right. that. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, be that as it may, Golden Globes are coming up uh, this Sunday. That'll be on NBC. It probably starts around 7, 6 o'clock for red carpet coverage. Sandra O, oh, Andy Samberg hosting. Right. So that's an interesting pairing right there. Yes. We'll see how that goes. All right. In the me- and then we're going to see how this show goes. So bear with us, folks. <laughs> no, it's- Donnie. Self-esteem here. I, I, we're going to be great. Okay. You'll All be right. swell. Okay. You'll be, <laughs> be great. Grand. We're going to sing. <laughs> Donnie and I are going to recreate the musical Gypsy for you for the next three hours. <laughs> Donnie playing the role of Mama Rose. Oh, great. We shall return after this short commercial break here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Eve Boob Tube Guide here on the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live, MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Lori and Julia out today. So is everybody else in the building. But Donnie and I are left here. My name is Holly. We're going to take you through your New Year's Eve afternoon drive, your afternoon disco nap, getting ready to go out and celebrate. 2018 turning into 2019. Donnie already clued us in on his big New Year's Eve plans at the end of the Colleen and Bradley Show. And you said what? Uh, not really doing much of anything. <laughs> Just kind of going home. I'll have, I'll have a nice meal. And, uh, wow, sell find, it, Donnie. Find something sell to it. watch. Wow, well. And uh, toast the new year with a glass of rosé oh. because it's rosé all day in our house. Donnie is rosé all day, yeah. if you didn't know about that. well, oh, Now, wait a minute. You were the one that you were going to... What were you doing tonight? You, oh, yeah. I'm putting on my cuddle duds and going to bed duds. by 10. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, a, that's the term for fleece pajamas. Got some nice new jams for oh. Christmas. Thanks for asking, Donnie. Okay. Does that come from your significant other, the fleece pajamas? No, they're from my mom. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. He didn't get you shampoo again, did he? No, okay. because woo, you would have heard about that yeah. here on my talk. If you didn't hear last year for Christmas, my significant other bought me a shampoo brand that I don't use, and the shampoo was in the regular size, a conditioner, and a travel size. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes you got to coach the ones you love. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes you just got to like ease but, but them into But you did say things. he did a much better job this year, right? Yes. Good. Yes, he did. All yes. Right. What did I get? A pair of sunglasses. Very fashionable. Using it for the lovely sunny conditions that we currently have in the Twin Cities. And by sunny, I mean blowing snow. 
Because we're never no. going to see the sun again. No, we, we will there see you. the zone. Don't, don't, oh. don't be such a negative Nelly oh, oh, over there. Okay. Oh, All right, we're talking about no uh, what you can watch on TV tonight. And a lot of people do tune in these shows. There are many from which you can uh, choose. There I go again, not ending a sentence in a preposition. Look at you, so fancy, Donnie. Look at you. you. Well, My the, mom would be so proud. Yes, she would. Well, she the really classic would. one is Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest 2019. Now, yep. that is a mouthful. It always has to be that official name. Because, of course, Dick Clark used to host this annual show right. every year before he passed away. So, this is, uh, let's see, Christina Aguilera is coming back. And it's been 11 years since she has graced the stage of Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest 2019. The last time she performed was in 2007. And uh, that's back when she had that song, Ain't No Other Man But A Noob. And now... I don't really know what she's... Uh, uh, didn't she? Well, she had a record out this year that really went... No, I, I just don't I don't, uh, I don't recall if she had Poor Christina Aguilera. I think she did have a new album out this year, but unfortunately for her, it really didn't go anywhere. And mm. I think at one point in time that she was out on the road. I don't think she stopped in the Twin Cities, but mm. she's out and about. She's doing her thing, and good for her. She's going to be on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest 2019. That's because... She is at the right demographic where people are experiencing nostalgia with Christina Aguilera. And it's maybe, oh my gosh, Donnie, yeah. She was a big thing almost 20 years ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, the old, the wizened hands of time come for all of us. Well, they do have and a now pretty it's good... time for the older millennials to feel that. Yeah, they do yeah. have a pretty good lineup. Yeah. Uh, Post Malone is going to mm-hmm. be there. That's, yeah, that's a the kids. Florida Georgia line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chainsmokers, Bozzy, uh, Camila Cabello is going to be there. Ciara, Halsey, Shawn Mendes, Charlie Puth, Dua Lipa, McLemore, uh, Kelsey Ballerini, and Foster the People. So that's a, that's a good lineup. Yeah, yeah, and Ryan Seacrest is going to be doing reporting with Jenny McCarthy. Yep, they'll be in uh, Times Square, where I guess it's compared to last year when it was 10 degrees, it's going to be quite mild this year. But it's probably going to rain for the people who are gathered in Times Square for the New Year's Eve celebration. Uh, make sure your diapers are extra absorb- absorbent. And also, <laughs> for security reasons, you are not allowed to have what in Times Square, Holly? What can't you bring into, say, U.S. Bank Stadium? That you have to leave when you check in. You are not allowed to bring, can't figure it out? A purse. Umbrella. Oh, really? Well, yeah, of course. Yes, there are no umbrellas allowed for security reasons in Times Square for New Year's Eve. So if it's raining. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Have a hat because it's going to rain on you. Oh my gosh, Donnie. Oh, just to bring a hat if you're going to be bring out in Times Square. Be real nice there. Well, you don't want to get, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, protect yourself <laughs> from the elements. I wanted to share with you a uh, because I know yes. people are dying to know this on this uh, New Year's Eve, how it all came about. Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Oh, it's a little history lesson a little with history Donnie. Lesson. Let's I happen say. to have it for you. Uh, he conceived of the idea as a younger skewing competitor to <laughs> Guy Lombardo's popular long-running New Year's Eve big band broadcast on CBS. Who the hell is that? Look it up. <laughs> Guy Lombardo and his big band. I think they were were Canadian. Now, the first two editions of New Year's Rock and Eve, 1973 and 74, were hosted by Three Dog Night and George Carlin, respectively. And then it was the third edition where Dick Clark assumed the role of host for that. And I got to do a little more checking here because I wanted to find out some of the entertainers that were on hand that very first year in 1973, and I, I thought I had it. Here's a history. Uh, well, I don't. It doesn't say. I'm going to have to do more more checking here. Well, who was hot in 1973? Tony Orlando and Don, uh, Gladys Knight and the, the Pips, Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy was on that first show. Al Green. Oh yeah. Blood, right. sweat, and tears okay. were there, among. Others whose names I cannot find at the moment. But, uh, <laughs> wow, Donnie, really give us that in, in depth. In 1974, reporting. you had the Pointy Sisters, the late Billy Preston, Linda Ronstadt, and Tower of Power. All right, some legit lineup there. It was getting for a little early, bit better. And by yeah. 1975, you had the Doobie Brothers, Olivia Newton John, and Chicago. So finally, by the late 70s, it was kind of catching on that catching this was on a, a thing. Bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was, uh, that's the, uh, the genesis of. Dick Clark's New Year's New Year's Rock and Eve. All right, okay. cool. That starts at seven p.m. on ABC. Now, if you're not interested in that, you can go over to CNN. Now they're having New Year's Eve live with Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. <sighs> Inter- yeah, I, I mean, I feel like everybody kind of has that same opinion about this as I, you do, uh, Donnie. I I did have it on last year just out of curiosity, and it was well. There's no other word, but it's just awful. Oh gosh! Describe, wow. Wait, they wait have a... for for. Considering that they are best of friends and have been for quite some time, they had absolutely zero chemistry. Really? Because these two take their friendship out on the road and I know, perform I in front, I, front of live I, I audiences. Know, but for whatever reason, it did not work at all. And mm. I've seen a couple of promos for this year's. Mm. Doesn't look like it's going to get any better. So what you're saying, if you're going to tune in to CNN, you want to tune in for the dumpster fire that is going to be. Now, Brooke Baldwin, Don Lemon are going to be in New Orleans. Also, additional correspondents. We're starting uh, reports from around the world because I think already past the international dateline, it's already 2019. Oh, sure. In Australia, New Zealand and that part of the world, it's already 2019. Yeah. Yeah, They get get to celebrate it first. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's your uh, CNN with Andy Cohen. And that starts at around 7 o'clock our time. Now, NBC, of course... As their own show, Carson Daly is going to return, but he's got some new co-hosts this year. 
Chrissy Teigen is going to be a co-host. She hasn't done that before. And Leslie Jones is also going to join the festivities in uh, Times Square. Keith Urban is set to host, but he'll be coming from Nashville. (laughs) And we're also going to see Jennifer Lopez, B.B. Rexa, Diana Ross, Kelly Clarkson, Andy Grammer, John Legend, Blake Shelton. They'll all be performing on NBC's New Year's Eve. That starts at around 9 o'clock. And goes till 10, and I guess they take a break for news, local news, and they come back at 10.30. You know, you have so to stay that. informed when you're in the party, at least. Yeah. So, that's up. I like that lineup. Interesting that Chrissy Teigen, well, I know she already does her co-hosting thing on Lip Sync Battle. Yeah. But obviously, obviously, her people are like, Chrissy, you need to host more. I'm really glad that Leslie Jones is co-hosting this. Very funny and, lady. And very funny lady. Yeah. She should be given more opportunities to host <clears> the <throat> Oscars. Just saying, Donnie. Oh, that's right. We don't have an Oscar host yet. No, we don't have an Oscar host. I'm just saying. And then finally, New Year's Live from Times Square with Steve Harvey over on Fox. Maria Menudos is co-hosting with Steve Harvey. They have Sting, Robin Thicke, Florence and the Machine, Jason Aldean, Juanes, and Why Don't We? Also, the cast of some uh, of the cast of Crazy Rich Agents showing up. Uh, Ken Jeong, I think he's going on probably to plug that new. Uh, Singing competition show that's over on Fox where oh, people are the in the costumes. Singer. The masked singer, singer, yes. Yeah. Man, they were plugging that hard uh, yes, last they were. night during football. Yeah, Woo! Right. Well, that yeah. starts 7 to 9 and then 10 to 11.30. So they're taking an hour break. Yeah. Look at this. We got new rap bed music. Uh, by the way, Jack Black and Dave Chappelle have been added to the CNN New Year's Eve live. Woo, got to beef it up. <laughs> okay. right, there you go. That's that. Time for us to take a uh, brief pause. In the proceedings on this New Year's Eve, Laurie and Julia, Brief. they will be back on Wednesday. On Wednesday. <laughs> Holly Roberts and me, Donnie Love, we're just holding it down for you yeah. on this final day of uh, 2019. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? What's trending on a line right now? It would be New Year's Eve and Happy New Year 2019. The world is welcoming 2019 into existence. It's already happening in such places like Australia and New Zealand. And we are awaiting. We have but six and a half hours to go until 2019. Also trending online this afternoon would be Floyd Mayweather, the boxer. He's made millions of dollars after defeating a Japanese kickboxer. And also Louis C.K. trending uh, his jokes... And I say jokes in quotation mark have gone viral from a stand-up set he did earlier this month in Long Island. Many people just saying, please go away, Louis C.K. And also, uh, trending online, something you can watch on Netflix. Tonight would be Taylor Swift's Reputation Stadium Tour event. It's from her uh, concert that took place in Dallas, Texas earlier this year. So if you want to stay in and you're looking for something else to watch that's not uh, balls dropping from Times Square, you can go and watch that. All right, that's what's trending here at my talk. Donnie, for the weather. Yep, uh, here is your forecast. We are having a little bit of light snow right now, and that uh, could continue into the early hours of the morning. Uh, but really, no kind of uh, significant accumulations, maybe a half inch before it's all said and done. Two is going to be the low tonight for your first day of 2019. It's going to be a cold one, sunny, and eight. Ah, eight. That's mm-hmm. it. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Lori and Julie are out today. They'll be back on Wednesday. We've got a nice little best of selection for you New Year's Day here. So we're taking the day off. But in the meantime, between time, 
Myself, Holly Roberts, and Donnie Love are the only people left in the building, so we're cracking the mic and talking t- until 6 o'clock today, right? She does not exaggerate, uh, <laughs> listeners. They're, seriously, there's nobody left in the building. Nobody left in the building. Offices Elv- are dark. Halls are dark. Elvis is left. Elvis I mean, is left. everyone security, is gone. Security team is here, and that's you, pretty much it. Even the tumbleweed we found in the hallway <laughs> declined to come onto the show at 4.30 saying, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get ready for New Year's Eve. I'm sure that's what many of you are doing already this afternoon taking a little disco nap freshening up maybe picking out a last minute outfit i'm not doing any of that i know me neither yeah that, <laughs> that's right um, ah, but donnie yes. you did something over the weekend that i'm interested in getting your opinion on okay. and you watched the new black mirror choose your own adventure movie called black mirror bandersnatch now we just got the trailer for that movie it just dropped earlier last week so this was essentially a surprise black mirror of course being the anthology series that's over on netflix kind of like a 21st century twilight zone and so this movie dropped on friday and what's cool about this movie is that it's a choose your own adventure experience right it takes inspiration from the choose your own adventure books that were really popular in the 70s and 80s where you essentially get to decide where the narrative takes you and so uh black mirror bandersnatch is just that there's five hours over five hours of footage that you can choose from to create multiple narrative experiences and you decided to take a dip into this i did i checked it out on on friday night and the uh the the premise of the film is it takes place i i would assume in the early 80s holly mm-hmm. yeah it <laughs> so sounds it's about right. early early days of video gaming very early days and it's about a young man. This is a, a British production, by the way. And it's about a young man who is a, a budding video game designer. And he has an idea for a game. And he's writing all the code and doing all that stuff. And it's a very primitive back then, as you can just, as you can well imagine. One zero one 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 zero yes, one zero one zero. very, very work intensive. <laughs> and and uh, the, uh, the, the visuals are very, very basic. Very, very basic. And he is uh, hoping to sell this video game to a company that then mass produces them, and he will be making a lot of money on this. So it's his story of how he's producing this game and going on from there. Mm-hmm. And so you're watching the story, and then at some point on your screen, uh, in the story, I'm trying to, I can't remember exactly which the first one was where you have to choose, but it says, say for instance, slam, uh, pours his tea over the keyboard, yells at his, his dad. So those are your two choices. So you click on you one of click the choices. On one. The story continues for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then whatever you choose is what happens on the screen. And I picked, uh, spills his tea out of frustration on his keyboard, and that's, that's actually what happens. And then the story continues on from there. And this happens several more times through the the arc of the story. Through all you the, have to choose. Yes. What happens next? So through how many choices do you think you made in um, total to get to the completion of the story? I would say not a whole lot. Probably seven or eight. Okay. Yeah, well, that's were, plenty. Weren't, there weren't a whole lot. How long did it take you to get to the end? Less than an hour. Really? 
Yeah. Less than an hour. I don't think it was. It's not that long. It okay. really isn't that long. Yeah, it's just a, the, because there's five hours of footage. There's just right. many, many bits, different possibilities that you can take. So, right, right. So, and then you could, of course, you could go back and, and, and do it all over again and, and change all your choices and see where that goes. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Yeah, yeah. Those were really fun. I used to read all of the endings to make sure that I picked the one that was acceptable to me. So mm-hmm. I kind of cheated that mm-hmm. way. But you can't necessarily do that in the film version. you got to sit, you got to wait, you got to find out. Which one I, it, you it like. struck me as it's kind of gimmicky. You think it's gimmicky? Yeah, I do. You don't? Would you? I, I don't think it added a whole lot to my viewing pleasure mm-hmm. of watching this. It's like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of fun. Okay, and you didn't feel empowered like no. I am creating this movie and it's wonderful no, and I'm making not, some choices. Not, not really. Yeah, and you didn't grow up with choose your own adventure books. No, I, I did not. So it didn't Perhaps even like did. like scratch the nostalgia. No, no, you no, weren't no. like, just, oh, this is. I cool. was just curious, mm-hmm. you know, to see. I, okay, we, we we talked about it last week. We saw the trailer. I'm gonna try this and see see how it works yeah i don't have any desire personally uh-huh. to go back and do it again and make all different choices yeah i don't think it makes that much of a difference in the story sure you're just like nah, whatever yeah so it's that like okay gimmick... whether he does this or does that it's it's yeah. not it, it's not oh my gosh that really changed the entire outcome of what of of the story it's like eh, you know Donnie's Donnie's not sold on your gimmick Netflix is what he's telling you. Now, that being said, I think you should try it yourself. Well, I would love to try it. And see uh, how it works for you. Yeah, totally. I mean, this hits me right in all the nostalgia places, the early video games, the choose-your-own-adventure component, Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. You know what this kind of reminds me? And also, there are many Black Mirror Easter eggs, little hidden messages for Black Mirror aficionados hidden throughout this Black Mirror Bandersnatch. So if you have seen all the Black Mirror episodes, there are little Easter eggs for you to find. And would apparently, you, Would you quickly de- de- define yes. for those who don't know what, what is an Easter egg? An Easter egg has nothing to do with jelly beans, Donnie. No. Has nothing uh, to I do know what it is. with I'm... rabbits. They're little secret messages that people place in film, TV, video games that reference back to earlier iterations of film tv video game a little message a little wink and a nod made by the creators saying like oh yeah look you're gonna get this little inside reference here's a little easter egg for you no jelly beans sorry no none of that for you so there's a couple of those in here and in fact donnie if you i think i believe now i haven't watched black mirror bandersnatch but there is an easter egg at the end of this where you can actually go and play the video game featured in black yes okay the name of which I've already forgotten. The name of this game that he's... Wow, he's sell working. it, Donnie. <laughs> sell it. I mean, I, really. I, yeah, it, it was one of those, it was a you know fantasy base mm-hmm. where you're, it's a very uh, uh, Lord of the Rings type of you know fantasy. It's like the Legend of Zelda. Yes. Didn't you yes. play Zelda, Donnie? Uh, no. Do, 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 no, do, I, was, do, I just wasn't into do, video do, games. Do, 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 do. But it's like that. You, you, you know, very funny. Cave um, drawings? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a real pleasure working with you again. Yeah, yeah. I want you to know that. Always, yeah. But also, uh, I, I guess, and I don't know if this has been resolved, but um, the Black Mirror entry was is only compatible on certain devices. What do you mean? Well, it says here, uh, according to Netflix, there is no linear or non-interactive version of Bandersnatch. So, yes, despite all the hype, if you don't have a smart TV Mm -hmm. or the proper smart device, you can't do it. It won't. The choices won't pop up. Ah, Yeah. I, no, get it. I, I did it mm-hmm. on an iPad and I had no trouble, but yeah. apparently it, you may run into trouble where you don't get those choices and they give you a message saying, 
you must switch to a supported device. That means that you must go to your computer and you must to stream yes. to your computer. That's good to know, Donnie, because a lot of people don't. Like, I watch Netflix via a PC and the PC has the Chromecast plugged into it or the TV and then the TV, you know, technology, right? And I don't know that Chrome, it doesn't work with Chromecast, I think. What? Bandersnatch not working on Apple TV Chromecast, it says. Well. So you may have to find another way to watch it. Oh, Donnie, that's horrible. But you know what this reminds me of? Did you ever see the Steven Spielberg movie Ready Player One? I did not. That came out earlier this year. Well, I watched it. It's available on HBO now. I watched it mm, a couple of weekends ago. But this whole idea of... The nostalgia for the old video games and interesting how that nostalgia fuels our present desires. And it sounds like Black Mirror Bandersnatch kind of has that where it's like, oh, it's nostalgia for 80s video games. But then it's in 2019 and Ready Player One kind of has that where like nostalgia for things from the 80s affects the way that we live our lives now. Trying to say something, Donnie, but it's New Year's Eve and it's just you and me. <laughs> Trying to get real deep here. You're, Connecting the dots. You lost me at Ready Player One. Oh, well. After that, it just is all Ready white Player noise. One is <laughs> the Steven Spielberg movie that came out earlier this year where uh, they are in the Oasis, which is this digital realm where everyone likes to hang out that actually has real world consequences. And they're trying to solve all of these puzzles by the guy who made the Oasis. And all of these puzzles revolve around the creator's love for 80s popular culture. Uh-huh. So that kind of reminds... <laughs> oh, my God, Donnie. <laughs> I don't know. Do You're I- fired. Yeah, okay. Oh, we don't need to speak that guy's name here no, in the show. No. no, but before we leave... This so do you think Netflix- there's, there's going to be this new... Um, for all those you no know, millennials and yeah. whatever they are who never got to play these very simple, basic video games. Well, you can go out. and play those online. There's any oh, number. That's what oh, I was. That's what I was yeah. wondering. You if can you just play Google those? Nintendo eight bit games, I'm surely there's a website on there where you can go and you can play all the eight bit games. I mean, think about how much computing power we have in our phones versus what we had on a Nintendo NES eight bit yeah, right, system. Right. I mean, it, it's right, incredible right. to think about, and you have instant access to all that kind of stuff. What Ready Player One, I thought that was an interesting movie to go and watch, and it's on HBO. Don, okay. you have no interest in that whatsoever? Uh, I do not. It's not my cup of tea, that sort of movie. It just doesn't uh, doesn't do it for me. Yeah. You know, there is a completely sidebar here. Let's I remember, do it. I remember reading this, that there is more computing power in the basic cell phone today, more sophisticated computing power than there was in the module that landed on the moon 100 percent believe that have you seen the photograph of uh the woman who computed the data that it took to land on the moon she is literally standing next to a stack of papers that she coded by herself by the way Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm sorry i can't think of her name we'll get it on the other side of the break but it's incredible to think about that that you holding in your pocket yeah you have amazing you could you could land on the moon with your phone and look what we're doing now in 2018 yeah nobody's going to the moon yeah well no maybe Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Anyways. All right. We got to take a break. We right? do have to take a break because <laughs> it's going to be a very short one because uh, this time of year, there's very few commercials. I'll make it a little longer. How about that? Way up, way up we go. Been up and down the road. Way up, way up. 
Life, MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Lori and Julia out today. They're going to be back Wednesday. We're doing a little best of programming for New Year's Day. In the meantime, between time, I'm Holly. Donnie Love is also in studio. And before we move on, going back to something that we talked about before the break, wanted to give credit where credit is due. Margaret Hamilton was the woman who led the coding team to plan the Apollo 11 space landing mission. And literally, how we got to the moon was giant stacks of coated paper. <laughs> it looks as, as if it's about six feet high. Yeah. That stack of, uh, of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Pretty, pretty amazing it, when it, you think about it. It is, it is so Pretty amazing, amazing. that we even got there. I know. Well, you know, if you were going to talk to Colleen Lindstrom from the Colleen and Bradley Show, New oh, to Three, here on My Talk 1071. Is she not one of those people, is she? Yeah, she's a little skeptical. She also wants to be probed by aliens, but I digress. Okay. I digress. Again, Margaret Hamilton, she recently won the Presidential Medal of Freedom. She also coined the term software engineering. So a huge genius. We owe a lot to her and her mind. Fantastic. Okay. Donnie and I, not coding anything that's going to get you to the moon, but we are talking about Las Vegas residencies. (laughs) And the reason... Why we're talking about that is because a huge one debuted over the weekend. Yes, it did. Gaga. Lady Gaga opened her residency. Was it over, was it just over the weekend? Was it yeah. Friday, Saturday I, night? Uh, I definitely Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. And it was, of course, mm-hmm. sold out. I think it's uh, some 5,000 plus people that the arena holds. And needless to say, it was a, uh, let me think of a $10 word, a coterie of celebrities there. Do you like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does Couturier. it make the bathroom smell nice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with charcuterie, which is a plate of meats and cheese. <laughs> Man, we're learning about space science. We're learning about fancy meats and, and carrots on a plate here. And we're also talking about Lady Gaga. Now, I... Mm, I, dare I ask you, Donnie, if you're a fan of Lady Gaga? Like, sincerely, uh, are you a fan of Lady Gaga? Um, I, well, I guess I, I, I like some of her music. I don't like all of her music. I do want to see her do more acting because I think she is a good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what do, you, what do you come back with when you're in something that has turned out to be as popular and as big and as uh, nominated as A Star is Born. You know, well, what are you going to do for me next? Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting thing to see what her next role is. And I hope she continues to do it because there certainly have been some singers that have had wonderful acting debuts in a major movie and they never really did much of anything else. Sure. Who's who's an example? Off the, the first one I can life? think of is uh, Diana Ross, who now this was back in the early 70s. So sorry for dating myself, but. She makes her acting debut, I believe, in Lady Sings the Blues. Oh, sure, it's Billie Holiday. As Billie Holiday Mm -hmm. gets a nomination for an Oscar. Didn't win, we got a nomination. You know, she made another movie after that called Mahogany, which was not very good, but didn't really do much. She did The Wiz. And she then did that's, the whiz, but you everything know. was musical based, and yeah. kind of like with Jennifer Hudson too, when she won her Best Supporting Actress Oscar for Dream, for Dream Girls, Girls, and it had such yeah. a, a heavy musical element that we've seen Jennifer Hudson in small supporting roles, right? But nothing of of, no. of that much significance, Academy that, Award significance, right? Nothing that involved really acting chops, right? Because if you watch Diana Ross and Lady Sings the Blues, I mean, she was playing a, a, a drug addicted. Billie Holiday, and she was she was fantastic in that role. I think you're on to something, Donnie. And I feel, unfortunately for Lady Gaga, that she might be down the same path. Only because what those roles, what all these roles have in common is a really 
strong musical right. element right. to them. A Star is Born, Lady Gaga plays an up-and-coming singer-songwriter, and she sings a lot in this movie. And, and it has to do uh, just as much as her musical talent as it does in her ability to act on the screen. And mm-hmm. same with Jennifer Hudson, same with Diana Ross. So what will be interesting to see is if Lady Gaga can pick projects where she just straight-up acts. Yes, that's and, exactly and, and, my And point. is not leaning on her musical talent in any way, shape, or form. Right. And she has done that. I mean, she was in that one season of American horror story hotel uh i, I just an ep- I, episode of the sopranos I, yeah <laughs> but american horror no. story just it, it just didn't show me enough you know i thought her character was somewhat one-dimensional in that so i want to i would like her to see her to do something more you know and, and somebody else that really has impressed me with her acting ability and just doesn't seem to want to do any more of it is believe it or not mariah carey oh yes and precious precious she was Wonderful and precious. I mean, almost in a way unrecognizable because she wasn't all diva up. It was just Mariah Carey. And she was very good in that role. And then she had a very small role at the beginning of The Butler. That's where right. She, where she played the mom of the character that, you know, that Forrest Whitaker. Was it Forrest Whitaker? No, not who played The Butler? Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, this, this, she played the mom. She had a, a small, small part in that. It's like, you have some talent, Mariah. It seems like she only wants to be in Lee Daniels' projects because Lee Daniels was the director right, of, of The Precious Butler. And Precious. And Precious. Right. Yeah. So maybe she just needs to feel secure in that. Well, Lady Gaga, even if she's not quite sure where she wants to go on the big screen after A Star is Born, she's definitely in Las Vegas. Enigma premiered at the Park Theater on December 28th, and lots of people liking it. Uh, yes. The reviews across the board, positive variety, the BBC, yes. the Hollywood Reporter, Entertainment Weekly. Lady Gaga is on a giant crab robot thing, kind of playing an anime character. Yes. That's, yes. A, that's the best that I can describe that. But apparently Lady Gaga riding a crab robot is pretty spectacular. And one of the, the, the shadiest reviews, Donnie, of Lady Gaga's Enigma is that Lady Gaga actually sings on stage. Singing live. Unlike other people, Britney oh, Spears, oh, yes. who, who do, the, do, all, do, the, do the old lip sync thing. Lip sync thing yeah. yeah, so Lady Gaga live. As, you know, as they should. I mean, if you're paying that kind of money, and I'm sure it costs quite a bit to go see Lady Gaga in Las Vegas. I, I'm just, I have this thing about lip syncing. I just think it's a ripoff. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm sorry, Britney fans, but you're not singing. Send your, send your angry you know, emails that, not, not to Johnny Britney, Love. Not just Britney. goes for anybody that does that. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't get it. Or singing along with a track. That's not singing. Yeah. You know, if you're a singer, get out there and sing. Right. So I just don't. Yeah, that's just, just not, not for me. Oh, by the way, on the Laurie and Julia show page, we do have a video posted of Lady Gaga, a bit of her performance from oh, last cool. night. She's doing a, a cover of a David Bowie song, and then she's also doing a Shallow, one of the big songs from the Star is Born soundtrack. And a so lot of people saying we'll that. that her performance of Shallow was the highlight of the show. The highlight of Lady Gaga's Enigma. Was that... Was that and that's when she's sitting at the piano. Yeah. yeah. When she, well, and that to be said, of course, Lady Gaga, half the time she's going to be doing this Enigma stage spectacular with the robotic crab, and then half the time she's going to be doing a jazz and piano set. Right. Right. So it sounds like a great show. I know. I'm, no, I'm sure ex- she's going to make a, a ton of money doing this, I'm, as so many other Donnie, acts do. I feel like Lady Gaga... 
Her financial woes are not something that is top of mind. She may have other worries, but she is definitely not going to be worried where she's going to be getting her next meal from. But something that- we may touch on later, but to give you an idea of how much money is at stake when you are doing residencies in Vegas. For instance, uh, Celine Dion in from 2003 to 2007, when she th- that particular portion of her residency... In those four years, she sold uh, 2.8 million tickets and wow. made $385 million. Celine! Celine Dion! Celine Dion! There's right. lots of money to be made doing residencies in Vegas, and I think we're going to continue to see that trend. Donnie and more I A-listers are, are going to be doing it. Starting our residency in Laughlin in the new year. So come check us out, won't you? I thought it was Pahrump, but if you say Laughlin, okay. Step up, baby. All right, we'll be right back.